Hello, everyone. Welcome to Brands Tech. This episode of Discussions will begin in just one moment. So please stay tuned. Hello, everyone. This is Brandon, and welcome to this episode of the discussion series right here on the Brands Tech Podcast Station. I really hope that everyone's been doing well and is staying safe. So before I get into today's topic, I, of course, want to welcome once again my co-host, Kyle. Thank you so much for being here. It's always a pleasure. I'm always glad to be here. I'm ready for another exciting discussion. That is great to hear. And so, of course, how are you doing? Is there anything new with you? So there's nothing been really new going on with me. I've just been sort of continuing to learn more about coding, continuing to learn more about technology in a way to help me better in the future, and continuing my studies at school and stuff like that, and preparing for the fall semester. Well, that is really great to hear, and I'm glad that you're doing well. And so... Yeah, today's topic is is e-reading and really the status of it. And so and so I'm going to actually start this off by first asking. So, I know e-readers were a really big thing around 2000 um 2008, 2009, 2010 and you know, maybe a few years before and afterwards as well. But when was the last time that you actually like like have been, I guess, how should I put this? When was the last time that you actually really heard of someone even like mention the e-reader? Maybe you, when was the last time that you really came in contact with you know, any sort of e-reading device or really like, I guess, like heard of it? That's a really weird, awkward phrasing of this question, but. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess I've sort of been, honestly, the only thing I've really been doing with I guess so-called e-reading is I've been sometimes when I'm like I guess too lazy to like actually read out the rest of the passage or if I feel like I'm falling asleep something I'll turn on text-to-speech and it'll help me get through it turn it off and continue reading once I'm more awake I've been doing that in school a little bit and it's been helping me to stay more focused just so you know give a different change of pace I wouldn't consider I'd consider it e-reading but um, what you, people usually consider e-reading is things like um, books where you read online, stuff like that. You um, usually would like like books you would basically just buy online. In comparison to their, um, in comparison to like going to a library or going to a bookstore and buying a book in person, I feel like e-reading has definitely been improving as technology has been improving and it's kind of hard to um, find a person that would usually prefer the e um, version over the internet version over the like actual hardcover version of a book or something like that and this actually brings up a question I have um, for you just regarding um, e-reading and like its status currently do you think it's going to do you think any of the current technologies are going to somehow help increase e-reading or like make people want to be willing to read more books online stuff like that um doesn't i'm not just limiting it towards just school although you could include um 
topics of like textbooks if you want to give your answer. All right, so first of all, that's a really great question. And so I'll start off by saying that, yeah, e-reading e is something that, you know, you don't hear a lot about it anymore, but it's definitely is still prevalent. And I think you gave a good example about, you know, the Texas speech um, that you use for textbooks and, um, and, yeah, and other school readings. I think, you know, those are really great examples. And I think that constitutes as e-reading, at least in my opinion. But in terms of traditional e-reading, I actually do own, well, I was going to say Kindle, but they technically aren't called Kindles anymore. They are, well, the type of tablet I own, it's now called an Amazon Fire tablet. I own one of those that has the Amazon Kindle software on it. And I don't use it, I, I use it probably more frequently than a lot of people I know, but but it's not like a once a week thing, maybe just a couple times a month. Um, as I do really enjoy reading, I love reading, enriching myself and all of the knowledge and everything. But in terms of going towards the future, I would have to say that I think it will play a big role going forward, but not in a traditional way. As you said before, college textbooks and, and things of that nature, and even K-12 now um, with online education, which we just spoke about um, previously, and is that a lot of times now, you don't get the physical books anymore. You get online books, and especially for those books that you're never going to look at again. I mean, while I while I personally very much love having a physical copy of everything, it's not practical and in any way, especially like, for example, if you are taking a class way outside of your major and yeah, and you have the textbook for it. Well, most people, when they're done with the physical textbook, is that they just sell it or give it back or loan or whatever the case is. But if you can just rent it online, like the online version, if the learning style works for you, of course, wouldn't it just be easier? And same with, you know, saving up for clutter too. I mean, you, you might end up with so many books. It's like, what do you do with them? Especially since they tend to lose value after, yeah, if you, if you got the new one, they tend to lose value after a while as well with new additions and everything of that nature, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I get what you mean. I do think a lot of people would, I do think a lot of people put a lot of value on the, um, versions of textbooks and regular books rather than um, their um, their space taking um, counterparts honestly I it depends yeah it depends on your learning style me personally if I'm gonna be really invested in a topic I would like the actual textbook but I could always I definitely during the pandemic I've been adjusting to utilizing internet textbooks and I have been getting used to using that style of textbook. If anything, it's become more of a second nature when, especially when taking notes. With the physical copies I used to use, um, I would basically just be able to like highlight my points that I wanted to look back to, being able to take notes, put notes in the book, like sticky notes, stuff like that. But I can do the actual same thing and a lot more on internet textbook. It just took a little bit of getting used to at the time. But now I feel like it's definitely second nature. And a lot of people I feel like are definitely in the same boat as I am uh, when it comes to utilizing internet um, textbooks and like books and stuff like that. And even with the newer, um, even with like technology such as like text to speech, um, 
you're able to like read through textbooks quicker rather than going forward but looking at the words for word you can listen to them while doing something else taking notes in fact or just um not having to worry about if you're reading just a book for leisure you could be like going on a jog or something and then listening to a story or something like that and that part um i feel like when it comes to text to speech is very useful especially for people who have trouble reading or aren't able to read it's going to be a lot more helpful and beneficial to them in that sense because they are actually able to um uh, they're actually able to read on the same level or being able to like understand stories in the same level as us. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And there's two points I'd actually like to add to that, if I can remember what they are. Okay, so one of them is is that in terms of textbooks, I know how you said that, yeah, that you prefer physical textbooks, and I actually completely agree. For my, fun fact, for my college classes, I, I use Amazon to rent my textbook. Well, at least one of the two or three I've had in the semester, so majority of them. I, I know I used Amazon at some point, I don't know, I don't remember for all of them, whether or not I rented them or if I purchased them, but one of them, one or two of them I ended up renting, I actually just went ahead and just purchased it. Just simply because I honestly love reading it and going through it. But I actually, this this may be surprising, but despite that I own it, I actually don't like writing in it. I, I actually like keeping things, I'm sure this is very weird, I like keeping things, everything I own intact. Even like for smartphones, I don't like changing the wallpaper, changing anything, just because I like it the way it is. That's just that's just a small quirk of stuff I like. I don't know. That that's that might be why I own two of everything: one to mess around with, one to keep like in the box and like don't touch it. But but nevertheless, yeah, I I honestly think that with yeah with e-textbooks that it's very easy to write your notes in, and also that it's it's not as hard to lose it because. And, you know, to take it for travels and everything, because you know how many times that, like, you, know, you might go somewhere, maybe you're even, I've never had this experience, but, like, meeting up with friends, and then you accidentally leave something over there and something important, or, you know, and even in school, I used to leave, yeah, accidentally leave stuff, like, even if it was as small as a pencil, like, just leave those, and now I have to go adjust without it, but at least with a lot of the, the e-text that it's always with you, there's not, you can't as easily just lose it as long as you own it you're good usually definitely i feel like as long as you just have that on you it's better to ha it's better to like i guess in a way it's better to just have a version of a textbook rather than physical because um something that definitely affects physical textbooks is your carrying capacity like when you're going through campus like let's say you're on campus having a textbook is so much easier because it's all in your computer. You can put multiple on your computer rather than carrying around with you, which definitely reduces a lot of strain on a lot of students. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and then even going towards the traditional ebooks everyone knows about, I mean, you have, I think, the most popular example Amazon's Kindle um, services, Barnes and Noble's Nooks, and, and then and then a smaller one, but still rather prominent, Kobu. Back when Borders Bookstore was a thing, they actually used to be be partners, but now that Borders is sadly no longer a thing, it was my favorite bookstore, FYI, but but now that's no longer a thing, Kobu just acts independently. They they always were independent, they just were, you know, strategic partners, but, but all three of those are still here and still thriving, but 
I think what's what shifted though is that we're going to a time I think where e-reading is something where it exists but it's not anything that's because it's been around for a while it's not like a big fascination for people like oh my gosh I can read my book and have it on like a tiny tablet and you know that's all nice and dedicated tablet whereas you can just install the Kindle app or whatever app on your smartphone on your tablet on your iPad or you know whatever it is as opposed to just buying the independent devices that you will most likely forget the charger for at some point being realistic yeah there's nothing really when i add to that i feel like you definitely cover that basis pretty thoroughly uh, that's kind of one of the disadvantages i have to add on that uh, one of the disadvantages of carrying around a device or laptops that the battery could die and you just not have any of your books with you but I feel like the pros definitely outweigh the cons in these cases. And honestly, I just hope to see um, more better ways of having textbooks, like, I guess, internet textbooks, I guess, because there's been a lot of um, controversy with students whenever it comes to buying textbooks online during school seasons that they cost so much. And people found a way around this by finding the cheaper versions of this. And um, now they're making it so that you actually have to pay for it as part of your class. So there's no way you can sort of get out of that. But as this technology sort of hopefully goes up more, and it most likely will, that these services can become more cheaper for students and more affordable. And so that we can have more access to the same amount of learning. Yeah. And I really agree with that as well. And I'm not sure if you know about this. I don't know completely off the top of my head about um, public colleges and universities, but I at least know at the community college level, um, quite a bit of them, at least here in the Commonwealth, are now having it where are now having courses where the the online version of the textbook now actually comes with the class, and so you don't have to pay any extra fees or anything of that nature. That's awesome. Yeah. I really like that, yeah, that approach is being used and, and yeah, I think it's, it helps a lot of people, especially like you said, the very expensive college textbooks. I think my main fear of that though is that I hope the physical copies don't go away as, yeah, as we said, both of us prefer the physical copies of a lot of these textbooks and, and for stuff like math, I would much prefer having a physical textbook in front of me than have to look at a computer screen, especially if the homework or the assignments are also on the computer. I think that's a hard thing because for me, like stuff like math needs to be, at least in my personal opinion, needs to be out on paper and written out. And Definitely. I, uh, I, I just can't do that. I can't do that virtually. That I don't, I don't learn like that. It's fine. It's, I understand. I prefer, Whenever I have notes for math, I always print them out rather than copying them down straight from the, the slides or the um, the textbook online. I print them out and then I write along with the lesson and it helps me stay more concentrated, focused, and it helps me absorb the information more efficiently as well. Oh yeah, well that is great to hear. And for finally, like, you know, as we're wrapping this up, is there anything else that you would like to say in terms of this topic or thoughts or questions for me, anything of that nature? I actually can't really think of it. I feel like we covered 
decent amount. Do you have Do you have any questions? I do not. I think that we covered this quite well. And yeah, while this yeah, while this may have seemed like a like an odd topic, I think we actually spoke quite a bit about this. And you know, and I think most of our topics have actually come down to yeah you know, education as well and how yeah you know, that plays such a big role in our lives. And I think going through this topic actually. I think it made me think of a different perspective of ebooks, especially in relation to yeah education as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, with that being said, thank you so much, Kyle, for being here. It's always a pleasure being able to speak with you, and thank you for coming back for now the third um, episode that you are co-hosting. I'm always glad to be here, and it's it's a pleasure. Absolutely. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Stay safe. Stay well, and I'll chat with you all later. Thank you.